have great news. You don't need clients to make a living with your art. In this episode, I'm going to get your creative juices flowing around the myriad of things you could be doing to monetize your work. Buckle up. You will leave this show inspired. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this solo show, I share strategies and tactics that you can use to propel forward your career as a learning artist or illustrator. In the previous episode, I shared with you the three stepping stones that you need to build a career as a learning artist or illustrator. Now, that is episode number 101. You can go check it out. And that was the first episode of a series of episodes that are coming up. Um, which I have recorded in anticipation to my group coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators that is opening registrations at the end of June. So I, I want to ask you to mark your calendar um, and sign up for the waiting list on maketheleapnow.com. That is maketheleapnow.com. I'm going to add this to the show notes so that you can find it. Um, and this series of episodes are going to circle around um, different things that have to do with making a living as a lettering artist or as a commercial artist, right? Uh, and we're going to touch on income streams, on pricing, on um, diversifying your revenue streams, right? And this is going to be relevant to you, whether you are thinking of taking the plunge into freelancing or you're already freelancing and you're wondering, okay, how can I, how can I do better? You know? Um, so I hope they will be insightful. And in this specific, um, episode, we will touch on how to monetize your skills and the several ways in which you can monetize your skills. Now, in the previous episode, I one of the stepping stones that I spoke about was the fact that you need to have a skill and a market to serve, you know, in order to build a successful or a sustainable career as a learning artist or illustrator, you need to have in a specific skill and a market overlap. That means that you need to find a market to serve, right? Now, what you do in that market with your skills could be anything. And I know that many artists don't take the leap into freelancing or into working as commercial artists because they say, I don't have clients, right? I don't have clients and also I don't have business skills to find clients, right? Now, it is true that you need someone to pay for your skills, right? You need someone who wants to buy that thing that you create, whatever that is, call that a service, a product, a physical product, a digital product, right? But you, of course, need that other side, which is someone willing to pay for what you do, right? Now, that someone doesn't necessarily need to be a client that hires you to make a client assignment, right? And this is what I mean when I say that client work is not the only thing that you need, that you could be doing as a commercial artist, right? And this is why the fact that you don't have a client base is no, um, it's, I would say it's no excuse, it's no reason why you shouldn't 
uh, go uh, solo or you shouldn't go freelance with your work as a commercial artist, right? Now, with that said, I know that this is one of the biggest objections of, um, of creatives when they are thinking of going freelance with their, uh, with their business and to, uh, when they are thinking of monetizing their skills. They feel that client, having clients is a necessary step to actually start monetizing their skills. So today I want to show you some or share with you some of the stories, um, personal stories, stories that I have heard in this podcast through um, several interviews that I have conducted with other uh, lettering artists and illustrators, but also through the experience I have, I have had coaching other lettering artists into my business coaching program and tell you how they have found ways of monetizing their skills so that this these experiences, these stories inspire you to start thinking of possible ways in which you could be um, creating income with your skills, right? And this is a topic I'm very passionate about, not only because of my story. I, you know, throughout my over 13 years of career as a learning artist, uh, I have done so many different stuff. You know, I have built my business into onto several income streams. And although nowadays I don't necessarily, um, or I haven't maintained all of those income streams alive, um, I have tried many of them. I have used my, my skills and I have tried different ways of monetizing my skills. So I have uh, had an online shop with physical products. I have created digital products myself that continue to bring income into my business. Um, I have created books which, uh, which come back to me in terms of royalties every year. Um, I have created work for clients. I have built online classes. I have created a, 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 an online platform where I teach my coaching programs and uh, courses. So I have experience experience with many of these um, different possibilities to create an income with my skills. And I always say that you don't necessarily need to create several income streams to make a living as a commercial artist. However, knowing that there is there's other ways to monetize your art as an artist beyond client work can open a world of possibilities for you. And I know that many um, artists out there are making a living without necessarily working for one-to-one -one clients or without having one-to-one um, -one assignments uh, coming their way, right? And I'm so passionate about this topic that even in, in my group coaching program, Live Now, I have a specific training that is called Income Streams for Freedom, where you know members go through the process of brainstorming and planning different ways in which they can monetize their work. And it has had really great results for many of the members, right? Many of them have really opened their minds in terms of what they could be doing. And many of them have stopped doing what they were doing and went into a, a different direction uh, in terms of monetizing their skills. So let me share with you some of their stories because I think they will be really inspirational 
in terms of giving you ideas of what you could be potentially doing with your skills, right? Number one is client work. You know, like this is, this is like the first thing you think about when you think of working as a commercial um, artist, right? And I want to tell you the story of Nina. Nina, when she came into the program, she was a branding designer. And she wanted to, she had this, this strong skill in, with illustration. And she wanted to pivot into having more illustration work, right? But she already had a client base. So what she did is to leverage her client base with her illustration work. So instead of continuing offering uh, branding services, she started... Um, putting in front of her, her client base that she had built throughout years of working with, with clients, um, she started putting in front of them possibilities uh, or opportunities to use illustration in their communication. So even though she continued doing client work, she, used, um, she pivoted her focus or she pivoted her area of work using the same or leveraging the same client base that she had, but by offering a new service to them, right? And whenever I see or hear someone who is thinking of pivoting career, like the case of Nina, who was thinking of, who wanted to transition from branding onto something uh, like illustration, um, or whenever I think, uh, I hear someone uh, saying that they want to go, uh, they want to leave their day job and they want to go into freelancing, I always ask a question of like, how can you make this by leveraging what you already have. How can you use the experiences, the things that you have done in the past, even when these are things that you want to stop doing, um, how can you use those experiences? Uh, how can you use that client base? How can you use your experience in a certain market to help you um, take the next step towards the work you want to be doing? You know, because oftentimes we, whenever we are thinking of pivoting careers or uh, going freelance and leaving our day job, we feel that we need to start from scratch. Whereas in reality, you actually have a lot of experience. You have a lot of things that you're taking with you. You're never starting from scratch, right? I invite you to always think in those terms. What are the things that I know? What are the thing, What are the experience that I have that can help me take this next step? Right. This makes it a lot easier, um, a, a lot less scary, and overall, it it helps you see all the possibilities, all the tools that you already have. So the story of Nina is the story of like. You know, if you want to do client, uh, client work, how can you leverage your current client base onto the next thing that you want to be doing? If you're already freelancing, how can you, um, how can you leverage your client base and start offering a certain thing that you want to do more of? If you want to pivot uh, um, from, let's say, graphic design to, uh, to lettering, uh, or illustration, how can you 
start offering your clients more of that thing you want to be doing, right? And if you don't have a client base and you're thinking of um, leaving your day job and going into freelancing, how can you leverage your previous employer? How can you use them as your next client? How can you turn them into your first freelance client, right? So you start understanding kind of like the logic behind you know, focusing on the things that you could be leveraging, the things that you already have, the experience that you already have, the connections that you already have to help you in this new stage in your career, right? Hey, just making a short break to let you know that my business group coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators is opening registrations at the end of June. It's called Leap Now, and this transformative coaching program will give you all the training, guidance, and peer support you need to launch and grow a thriving creative practice. You will learn how to run a business that gives you the autonomy to do more of the work you love, as well as the income and work-life balance that you want. It happens just once a year and we only take a small group of members into the program. So if you want to join us this time around, I recommend you to sign up for the waiting list on maketheleapnow.com. And I will let you know as soon as registrations open. Go to maketheleapnow.com to sign up for the waiting list. Now back to the show. Client work. We just touched on the story of Nina and how she used her client base to, uh, to do more uh, illustration work. Um, number two, selling products. And I'm thinking of Vera, who, uh, who was also a member of the coaching program. Vera is a lettering artist and she, is, uh, she, uh, she creates these very intricate designs, these very detailed decorative designs, and she creates her artwork in, on, on iPad. So she built these brushes for her own work uh, that help her uh, be more efficient at creating her art. And later, she offered them as digital products, right? Because this was her signature style and everyone were, uh, you know, everyone on social media, they were asking her, hey, how do you do this? How did you achieve that? Then she turned that one thing that for her was, you know, an everyday thing into a digital product that she sells on her shop. She also created um, um, physical products. So she, she has a shop that sells digital products as well as physical products. And with her very distinct style, she creates posters and postcards and prints. And she, she has found another way of monetizing her art, right? So the other thing you could be doing to monetize your work is by collaborating, by creating collaborations or partnerships. Uh, and I'm thinking of the story of Alana, who was also one of the members of my coaching program. And she, um, she partnered with Adobe to create a li live stream um, where she shared her process of creating lettering. So that was um, beneficial for both parties. It was beneficial for her because it allowed her to show uh, the work she does. Um, and it was also a way of, um, for Adobe to bring content onto their community. And of course, she was paid for, uh, for this live stream, right? It was a, I think, I believe a two days live stream in which she was sharing her process of creating lettering. And she collaborated with Adobe 
to bring that type of content onto the community, right? Now, another thing you could be doing to monetize your art or your skills is teaching, right? Teaching what you know, right? And I'm thinking of the story of Stephanie. Uh, she was, uh, she's a lettering artist, but she found, again, back to the idea of leveraging uh, existing client. She leveraged one of the clients she was working for um, and created an online course. The client was a, a big online platform um, that sells online courses and online training for creatives. And she leveraged that client and she created a training which is offered in that platform and brings additional income, um, passive income into her business, right? So she doesn't only create uh, lettering and illustration, but also she has leveraged previous clients or uh, her client base to create an additional product and additional income stream for her business. And when it comes to monetizing your knowledge, a myriad you know, there, there's a world of possibilities that opens in front of you. If you, if you like teaching, if you like sharing what you know, there's so many ways in which you could be monetizing your skills and your ability to share what you know with others, right? You can do in-person workshops, you can do online classes, you can do, um, you can share content and charge for it, right? You can create a newsletter, a paid newsletter in which you share what you know with people who want to learn more about it. You can create a patron so that people that uh, enjoy your content can support you and pay for it, right? You can create a YouTube channel. You can start you can monetize your knowledge in a myriad of ways. So sharing what you know opens you know, can be shared in, in, a, in a lot of different formats, right? Now, to recap, some of the things that you could be doing uh, to create income with your skills is, number one, client work. Working for someone, offering your services, your skills to solve someone's uh, problem. Number two, selling products. And this means you can sell physical products, uh, and you can sell digital products, right? You can uh, create things that you put online and people can download, or you can create physical products that people will buy from you and you will need to ship to that uh, people, right? Now, you can also create collabs with, with brands or with other artists in which both parties benefit from their result and get a profit from their result. You can monetize your knowledge. That means you can teach what you know. You can create online classes. You can uh, create in-person workshops. You can share what you know through a newsletter, through a Patreon, through a community, um, you name it. You can find several ways of um, for sharing um, your, your knowledge in different formats, right? Now, this is just an arbitrary list of all the things that you could be doing to monetize your skills. What, what I wanted with this episode is to open up your mind in terms of what you could be doing um, as an artist because 
client work is not the only thing you could be doing. And it's perhaps not the thing where you, where you will shine as an artist. Perhaps uh, creating online classes or selling your products will be your, you know, your genius zone as an artist. And this is why I'm so passionate about income streams because it really allows you to explore where you're great at. You know, where, where is your genius zone as an artist? Where, where is it that you can find that great sweet spot where you can do what you love? You can do the work that you're great at and you can find the people who will benefit from that. Find the people who will really find um, value in that thing that you do, which is ultimately what will allow you to make a living with your skills. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you uh, and that it has sparked a lot of ideas. And I want to remind you that this is part of a series of episodes that are going to help you um, build a career as a learning artist or illustrator. So I want to invite you to subscribe to this, um, to this podcast so that you don't miss out on any of the episodes. I hope you have a beautiful week and thank you so much for joining me today. See you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, Listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye. Hey, learning and mastering hand lettering can be incredibly overwhelming and frustrating. However, a proven framework can help you see real progress, populate a portfolio with standout work, attract paid assignments, and become your source of income. Sign up for my upcoming free masterclass called A Roadmap to Master the Art of Hand Lettering and Unlock Your Full Potential as an Artist. Hear what previous students have said about it. Hi, my name is Jokel and I'm a lettering artist from the Netherlands. I always thought I knew about letter forms and how to create them. But somehow, whenever my lettering was off, I never quite knew what it was or how to correct it. I now feel a lot more confident in my lettering and I know what to look for. I know how to correct my own mistakes and it's amazing. Sign up now through the link in the description of the episode. I'll see you there.